This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. Folks, many of you reach out to me and you say, Nathan, so many guests on your show talk about the importance of batching. But whenever I try and batch, you tell me this. You go, Nathan, they don't book back-to-back -back times. So you, or they don't show up after they book. It's frustrating. The answer is, guys, you have to use smart tools. I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. I'll tell you specifically how I use it later on in the episode. This is episode 665. Coming up tomorrow morning, I get the sentient COO to join us is John Epstein. They raised $100 million for A-B testing with their artificial intelligence software platform. Good morning, everybody. Nathan here. My guest this morning is Joe Kaufman joining from down in Atlanta, Georgia, and he is responsible for introducing at least three. He's only counting three, but at least three married couples and countless contacts who've established business relationships. In early 2014, he parlayed his passion for connecting people to found a company called Agency Sparks, which is essentially a dating service for brands and marketing agencies. Joe, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right. So tell us what Agency Sparks, by, by the way, many people will hear that bio, they're going to go, oh, it's cheesy. What do you mean he connected people and it's business relationships? <laughs> it's fluffy duffy. Tell us what Agency Sparks really does and, and how sure, do you generate sure, revenue? Sure. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, when we talk about it as a uh, essentially a dating service for brands and agencies, my mom thinks I actually work for a dating company. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so our focus is on making connections between brands and agencies. We Our model traditionally has been that we've been paid by the agencies to help them with their business development and, and outreach to potential clients. Okay, so the agencies who are actively responding to RFPs and things, are you're helping them kind of fine-tune requests for proposals and land those deals with new brand clients. Yeah, in many cases, we actually can help subvert the RFP where Completely. we find a need, yeah, and then the client will actually hire the agency directly. Um, but we are being paid by the agencies to find the opportunity and then make the connection and then get out of the way. Okay. Is there one you can tell us about, like the actual story? Sure, sure, sure. So one of our agencies, I mean, a good example for here in Atlanta is obviously Coca-Cola is a really well-known brand. And um, uh, one of our, uh, one of my clients that I had a relationship with needed help telling a story about Coca-Cola's new um, water sustainability efforts and the fact that they are actually now water neutral in their manufacturing processes, which is a really big deal. And it's been a lot of years in coming to get to that point. Well, they need help telling that story, not only here in the United States, but internationally. And so we were able to make a connection to one of our agencies that is focused on public relations and they did a deal and now, you know, help tell that story. Was it like a six figure deal? I mean, how significant was the deal? 
Um, yeah, I, I don't want to get into the detail of the numbers for that because it's not my deal. Uh, it's, you know, between Coca-Cola and the agency, but it was a pretty significant deal for the agency for sure. Um, does it tie back to your revenue though? Like, are you paid on a percentage of the deals you get for your clients? Yeah, we were traditionally, we're shifting the model a little bit here in 2017, and I can talk more about that, but we traditionally were paid by the agency to put them through a very thorough upfront vetting process. And then we were paid a monthly retainer as well as a percentage of the deal. Okay. And what's the average month monthly retainer, would you say? $5,000 a month per agency. Okay. And are, do and you require like a six month minimum or? 12. 12. 12. Yeah. Okay. It's a year deal. They're paying mm -hmm. all up front? Uh, no, it's monthly. Okay. Got it. But, but contractually they're obliged. Correct. Correct. And what year did you launch the company in? Uh, we launched at the beginning of 2014. And I mean, what's the story there? I mean, were you at a corporate and left or? or yep. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So, so I spent eight years uh, at a B2B lead gen company, a dot-com called Knowledge Storm. Oh, yeah. We were acquired by Tech Target. Um, yeah, Tech Target went public, raised $130 yeah. million, and then used about half of the money to buy Knowledge Storm. I think we sold for $58 million. Yep. Yeah, all cash, right? And I, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and then... I joined a small digital shop that was then acquired by a full service agency called Engage. And I spent six years leading business development and marketing there. And we were acquired by Publicis Group, which is one of the major holding companies. There are four holding companies that own almost all marketing agencies in the world. And uh, when we got acquired by Publicis, we were doing around 40 plus million in revenue mm -hmm. at Engage. And that was uh, towards the end of 2013, mid, mid to late 2013. And, uh, you know, when I left, I had six job offers that were mostly from agencies that wanted me to do what I did for Engage, but do it for them. Mm -hmm. And that's when the idea came about to really help marketing agencies grow and really focus on um, independent, smaller agencies versus the big holding company. Ones. I, I want to get like in your brain during that decision, see how, how ballsy you were. What was your highest like salary to offer from one of these guys that you decide to say no to, to start your own company? 400 K okay. plus uh, an earn out of 1.5 million because they were in the, in the middle of an acquisition situation. Interesting. Okay. So you said, now, go ahead. I'll say that with that money came absolutely batshit crazy expectations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so I had to definitely temper their expectations as well as temper the, um, you know, I said you should maybe temper the salary along with the ex expectations. Yep. So you say no to the salary. Um, you jump and you start doing your own thing. Is Was this your first at bat with entrepreneurship? It, it was. Okay. I mean, other than joining a very young company twice. So when I, when Knowledge Storm was acquired, we were 130 people and I was employee number 10. Did you have and, equity there? Um, and then when we uh, Joe, did you have equity in, in Knowledge Storm? What, what's did that? you have uh, no, no. I, a little bit? I mean, I bought a nice laptop with the money I made from that. Okay, <laughs> I was going to ask you one of the things that I like to understand too, because we have listeners who some of them are students that are like literally trying to do as much as they can with as little as cash as possible. Other people they've saved up savings and now want to use that to take a risk and quit their job. Did, what was your first? I'm and you can you can define this however you want to define it. What was your first meaningful financial event in life that kind of gave you the ability to increase your risk level? Well, I made a very big transition while I was at Knowledge Storm that was interesting. Um, I had gone from being an account manager, and I remember my salary was $60,000 a year as an and account manager. And what year manager. was this? 
uh, geez, uh, 2011, 2000, 2000, 2000. And I had the opportunity after about three years of doing that, I, I, I really had an interest in sales and moving over to the sales side of things. And what I realized was that if I moved into sales, they were going to offer me the exact same base salary plus commission. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to understand what the downside was for that for me. And, um, you know, over time I was able to obviously do really well in sales and I guess not obviously, and really grow, uh, some business for the, we were working with very big software companies like Oracle and computer associates. And I was able to grow a lot of those accounts significantly. And, you know, by the time I left there, I was making pretty good chunk. And I actually took a slight pay cut to go to work for an agency. Well, it's a pretty big chunk. Then, like you had 63 K base. And then what were you doing in commissions every year? Um, so I think my last salary when I left there was two ten or something. Okay. And that was what year um, that you left? Uh, 2007. Got it. And then, um, you know, I went to, to making a hundred thousand base plus commission, but there was no commission when you start a new gig and you don't really know the agency space yep. and, uh, you know, was able to build that up and, and, you know, I don't mind sharing, but by the time I left, I was probably making close to 300. I was probably making 280 by the time I left. And, you and know, what going, year was that? Doing that, um, 2013. Okay. So you had, I mean, fair to say, unless you have some really bad medical issues or you have 7,000 kids or something, you're putting a lot of money away for in savings. Uh, yeah. I mean, certainly I put away as much as I could. And when I started the, you know, agency sparks, I knew that I wasn't going to make a lot of revenue for the first, you know, little, what bit. was your and one so revenue? Your one was two seventy. Okay, not, not bad actually. No, and that was only 10 months. So it started February. So February to December was 270. And then, you know, year two was 370. That was 2015. And then, yeah. And then year three was 430. That's great. Um, but I have big plans for 2017. What's your goal? Uh, we're going to kill We're going to, we're going to cross a million. This oh, that's year. amazing. Great. So you about double. That's huge. That'll be your biggest growth yep. since, since you started. Yep. And the, you're and on the track right now is 2.2 million. Yep. Absolutely. So, so to do that, we had to change the model a little bit. And, um, so traditionally we've had only one agency in each discipline or category. And by discipline or category, I mean, one web design agency, one multicultural agency, one mobile, one. You do that media. to avoid conflict of interest, right? Yeah. yeah right. But the reality is the client is asking us for more than one option. So they say they need a social media agency. We offer them a social media agency. That's great that we've already vetted and they say, okay, can you send us two or three more? And so the newer model is such that we will now say, Hey, we've got these four agencies that are great. You should look at all four of them and then pick. And how, and the, go ahead. well, I, the, one of the reasons we do that is because, um, you know, they want to consider multiple options, but they also, uh, each of the agencies in that category probably have different strengths and weaknesses and different chemistry with the potential client. Mm -hmm. And what is the, how many folks are you working with now client wise? Uh, so right now we have 11. Okay. And so mm -hmm. the, the, uh, obviously you're doing, I, if I do 11 times five grand per month, which is your minimum, that's obviously only about 55 grand. You're doing more than that. Correct. Yeah. So, so, so consider there are other revenue streams as well. Like one being the commission, uh, that we make when there's a deal closed. What's the commission, by and the way, the percentage? Well, it was 10%, okay. but we're doing away with that because 
so imagine that each of the 10 categories of agencies that we have today uh, have four or five agencies in them. Yep. So now each of those agencies pay us commission. I mean, sorry, not the commission. Um, the retainer. retainer fee. Yep. And then the other piece is that we are, um, there are some other services that we offer that will generate additional revenue. So for example, we are about to launch a series of web training content designed to help any agency in the world learn how to do business development properly. Oh, interesting. That's like an info product course almost. Yep. So we'll sell it via e-commerce. Exactly. Interesting. Very cool, but I haven't launched it yet. Nope, happening in April. Okay, and so what did you do? Like last month, call it March 2017, what was revenue? Oh, geez. Um, we're on a run rate right now of probably 600K for the year. you did 60 grand. If you don't add anything. Something like yeah, that. exactly. That's great. Exactly. Good, 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 but you're growing, and your goal is to hit a million this year, so you got to get up above, somewhere above 88 grand per month, right? Yep. And yep. what's your, how many employees? How many team members? We have four employees, uh, two full-time and two part-time. All Atlanta? Yeah, yep, all on the planet. I love that, by the way. Like, if you do a little calculation on your revenue per full-time employee, I mean, you're killing it. Um, yeah, yep. I would be a, a wise Go ahead. A wise person, there, there's a guy named Greg Crabtree who's written a book on labor efficiency ratio. He's an accounting guy. What was his name? And he says that Greg Crabtree, okay. and the, the, the book is about, he's coined this phrase, labor efficiency ratio. And it's the idea that you should be hovering between 2.5 and 3.5. So, so, so that for every dollar you spend on payroll, you should be bringing in between two and a half and three and a half dollars in terms of revenue. And one of the things that he says is that as a CEO of a company, if you're not pulling out the salary that you would be making as a hired for gun CEO somewhere else, then your business isn't profitable. That's interesting. I actually just ran the numbers when we passed our 600th interview and I added up all the money raised, all the revenue and the employee counts for everyone I've interviewed. And now obviously there's a subset, but a large subset of my interviews are SaaS companies. And the this is an interesting mm -hmm. data point. Uh, they've raised together uh, over $5 billion. If you added up all their revenue, they're doing about $1.8 billion. Um, annually so that would be a healthy company altogether but get this yeah. when you add up all the team members and divide it into the revenue they're making on average just 137 137,500 annually per employee which is not it's way lower than that ratio you just cited of three to one yeah well, uh, you know, absolutely. We watch that ratio and it's a valuable ratio as you grow to know when to hire the next person, right? Because you want to keep your ratio in balance. And it tells you either if you're running too hot with a high ratio, then it means that you're burning your people. And if you're running too low, then your profitability is really suffering and you've got too many people. That's right. So it's, it's been a helpful tool. Now, let me ask you this. You're, you're, you're clearly pro what are your net margins you're, they've got to be high 30 40 percent uh, yeah like 40 percent. yeah yep. for, yeah so as an entrepreneur looking at your business let's say you do a million this year and 400 goes to the bottom line do you decide to pull that out and put it in alternative investments or do you say you know what my best investment is this business let me just keep all my eggs in one basket um well, yeah, I'm going to probably reinvest most of the money into the business because I, there are two types of entrepreneurs in the world, those that want a family business and those that want a growth opportunity. And this is a growth opportunity for me. I'm not a family business guy. So what do you want to do with the company over the next five, 10 years? You want to grow up big and sell it and flip it or what? Yeah, yeah. I, I think five years and then sell. But in this model, though, they're really buying you and your Rolodex, right? 
Yeah, and it's funny because we've had some interesting offers along the way. Like, uh, for example, recruiters have come along and said, how much would it cost for us to hire you and shut down that thing? And the answer is, nah, I'm not looking for that. I want something where we would be a complementary piece to something bigger, uh, where this could live on and grow beyond me and us. Yep. Uh, but, 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 you know, there's more to it than just the Rolodex. I mean, we have a regimented repeatable, sustainable business development process, which is part of what we'll be teaching in the course that launches in April. Very cool. Well, Joe, let's stay in touch. I want to keep in touch with you as you grow the good business. I would be, uh, you're the kind of person that you're like one or two steps before some of these other agencies I've talked to where they grow to like 20 million bucks in revenue. And then what they do is they realize a bunch of their clients have the same problem and they spin up a SaaS software business that ends up doing very well. I uh, I wonder if you end up going that path. So I hope we get to stay in touch. That. <laughs> I came from the products world. Knowledge Storm was a, a software directory. And frankly, I, I think there is something to automating some of this. The, the challenge is that it's a very relationship focused business. Totally. But I absolutely think there are some things that can be automated in this. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back -back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. It helps me so much and by the way, Look, I like to have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings, okay? I do them back to back, very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen, okay? So I use the tool, it's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin, I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no. He's given us a 45 day free trial at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not gonna stay up forever. So go get it now. nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's great. Well, Joe, let's wrap up here with the famous five. You ready? Yeah, All ready. right, number one. I know you told me before you've done your research, right? You listened to a few shows. I, I am definitely a uh, part of the top, top tribe now at this point. <laughs> it's good to have you, man. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? The Challenger Sale by Brent Adamson and Matthew Dixon. Uh, everybody is in sales, whether they realize it or not. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, yeah, Jeff Hillemeyer, who was a friend and then a boss, but he's the CEO of a company called Dragon Army, and uh, he successfully helped sell SpunLogic to engage and help sell engage to Publicis, and who knows what's going to happen with Dragon Army now. Number three, what's your favorite online tool, like Acuity Scheduling? Yeah, I, I love a tool called Lucky Orange. Okay. Uh, I spend 20 bucks a month on it and it's like a DVR to see the folks on your site and what they're doing and where they're navigating and that kind of thing. Is that just luckyorange.com? Luckyorange.com. Yeah. All right. Number four, do you get, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> I try to get seven, but I don't always, okay. I, I rarely do. Well, and what's your situation? I mean, are you married, single, do you have kiddos? I am married with twin, almost seven year olds. Wow. Okay. And how old are you? Uh, 44. All right. So last question, Joe, take us back 24 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? 
Uh, I would invest even more in relationships. They will absolutely pay off down the road. Awesome, guys. There you have it from Joe. This is a good one. Tight, succinct, a guy that gave up a $400,000 salary uh, to launch his own company. First year did about two hundred seventy grand. again, with agency Sparks connecting, again, clients with agencies that then represent and help those clients grew. Then in year two, 2015 to 370 grand in revenue. His goal this year in 2017 is a million, did 60 grand in revenue last month. Again, super high. He called it the labor efficiency ratio, just two full-time employees representing about currently about half a million bucks in annual revenue. Again, goal to grow that to a million this year in 2017. Down there, based in Atlanta, helping out 11 clients currently. Joe, thank you for taking us to the top. I appreciate it, Nathan. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed Joe today, go back and listen to Ryan Stewart yesterday. I got him to reveal how much money he made in his first year in business and how he's grown that to $100,000 per month in today's revenue. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners, but boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. Hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Canoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So we've got 11 superfoods and they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice.